Hey everyone, it's Natalie, and you're listening to Innate the Podcast. Through this podcast, we're going to be learning more about mental health and how to create a routine of real self-care. I'll be speaking on different topics each week, and I'll also be talking with people that have inspired me in my healing journey. The more authentic you are with yourself, the easier life gets. Let's get into it. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about mental health and relationships. And I think this is a huge topic to like go into. I'm going to touch on a couple different things, but I definitely think we can revisit this topic as I connect with others. I feel like we're constantly learning about relationships in this life. And um, just from what I've experienced as a young adult and with people in general that I've had in my life and do have in my life now, um, I think that I can speak on behalf of Uh, my experiences in a really good way in terms of how it has translated into my mental health journey and getting to know myself. Because I really do think that there's a strong connection between the people that you allow into your life and the way that you treat yourself. So we're going to get into all that today and kind of talk about how we can identify toxic relationships, but also how we can feed into the positive relationships more in our lives. Because I do feel like It's a big balancing act, especially if you have a lot of stuff going on in your life. If you have a career, if you have college, if you are traveling, whatever it might be, um, you really do have to go the extra mile to show up for those that you love. And when you don't, you can feed into different relationships that might not feed back into you. So we're going to get into all that today, and we're going to talk about relationships and mental health. I'm excited. I have a little bit of a cold, so if you hear me sniffling or my voice is sounding funky, that's why, but I wanted to record this anyways because I feel super passionately about it and want to share a little bit of my experiences in hopes that it can help somebody make decisions a little bit more clearly. I don't know what it is about this time of year. I feel like every like January, February, there's always been like crazy things going on like relationship-wise, whether it be like romantically or friendship based but like I've had so many people text me and be like this is what's going on in my life how do I fix it like what's going on I feel like this is a very funky time for some people I don't know what's in the air but like we're just gonna talk about it and we're gonna get into it so I'm just gonna talk about firstly how to identify a toxic relationship and what all of that entails and then we'll end on a good note talking about positive relationships and how we can better foster those and place those as a priority in our lives so toxic relationships baby they are rough but I think they are so necessary in discovering what you want as an individual and also what you want out of the relationships that you establish in your life I think that if I had never experienced toxic relationships both romantically and within my friends I definitely wouldn't have the vision that I have today of what I want my life to look like as I move forward into each season of my life. You know, I'm about to face some really major life changes of graduating college and then moving to a new city and going to grad school. And I think it was the other night I was driving to my friend Lane's. Shout out Lane. I love her. And I was going through a little bit of like a a rough spout of, you know, handling some situation. And I was crying and I was just like, I'm going to go to Lane's and I'm just going to 
you know, hang out with her. When you have that support system to go to, which we'll get into in a little bit, um, when you have that support system to go to that will pick you up, like you need help. I'm a very independent person. So sometimes I don't ask for help or I wait till the very last second. So to have people as resources to go to for help is just such a good thing. And when you realize that it makes things a lot easier. But anyways, long story short, I went and saw her and I just thought to myself, like, I'm really not about to be able to go see the people that I love. Like a lot of the people that I love and lean on are around me physically and I can just drive to their house or I can call them and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Come over. And it sucks that I'm realizing this the last semester that I'm here in college, but like really don't take for granted the closeness that you have to some people in your life that you can just drive to them and, you know, have a time with them and cry to them and talk to them about whatever you want. I think that I've definitely taken that for granted. So just really utilize the people around you that are positive is what I'm trying to say. Oh my gosh, I just went off on a tangent, but whatever. That was good. It's fine. (laughs) So I saw her and it just made me feel really awesome about myself. And I think that's why positive relationships are so important, which we'll get into in a second. But toxic relationships, oof. Um, Without those toxic relationships, I would not have been able to appreciate that moment with Lane. So um, long story short, I think that toxic relationships, while they might be tough to endure in the moment, they really do make us appreciate and value ourselves and the good relationships that we do have in our lives. So I'm sure you're probably like, okay, well, how do I recognize a toxic relationship in my life, whether that be with my friend, a family member, even if we're going to go that deep, or we're going to talk about the most common toxic relationships, which are romantic toxic relationships. I'm sure a lot of people are like, okay, well, how do I determine if something is toxic for me or not? Because speaking on behalf of myself, when you're inside a toxic relationship, sometimes you, it's harder for you to see those red flags. And, you know, I go on Twitter all the time and I see people that are like, don't ignore the first red flag. Don't ignore red flags. And I'm like, okay, I don't think people are intentionally ignoring red flags. Some people might be, I'm not going to speak on behalf of everybody, but I do think it's a lot more difficult for you to see them when you're inside of the relationship. So, I'm going to start off basically with just how you can identify a toxic relationship. And the easiest thing to do would be to hang out with whoever it is that you've been hanging out with that you maybe are like, okay, I don't really know. I'm not picking up exactly on what they're putting down. We need to assess the situation. So I would say, and this is also something that I'm pretty sure my friend told me that I've been like taking note of, but it's something as simple as taking inventory of how you feel after you hang out with somebody. Really pay attention to the hour or two hours after you've hung out with them and ask yourself like, okay, how do I feel? Do I feel funky? Do I feel like less than? Do I feel weird? Like really just ask yourself how you're feeling. It's it's as simple as that as just sitting with yourself and being like, all right, how did this person make me feel? What am I taking away from this time we hung out or this conversation we had over the phone or whatever it might be? Really ask yourself, what is this person contributing into my space, you know? Um, And I, you know, I feel like I've always been in tune with myself in that way where I can definitely, especially now with all of the self-work that I've done, that's another thing. If you are constantly working on the relationship with yourself, it's going to be a lot easier for you to spot these toxic relationships. For me, it's always been kind of easy to assess what's going on. So I think the way you approach it 
is going to be kind of indicative of who you are as a person. But also afterwards, after the interaction, whether this is your boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, whatever, if you're trying to determine what this relationship is in your life, ask yourself how you feel. And thankfully, as of recently, I've really just been making sure that I'm around people that lift me up, make me happy, make me laugh, because I already have stuff going on in my head. I'm my biggest enemy. When you have anxiety or depression or whatever you might be struggling with, and even if you don't, like we are oftentimes our biggest enemy and we need an escape from that. And oftentimes the relationships in our lives, while they can provide stability and accountability, they should be a space where you can safely escape those negative thoughts or you know, negative situations you can't control. So that's another huge indicator of a toxic relationship. If that relationship, whatever, you know, whatever relationship you're looking at is not doing that for you, then it's probably not a beneficial relationship, you know? So. So I would say just really taking inventory of how you feel after certain conversations, interactions, hanging out with people. Ask yourself, do I feel drained? Did I just have to like keep that conversation going? Did I have to hold back at all? That's a huge thing that I personally resonate with so much. Did I have to hold back at all? You know, did I have to shrink myself to fit into the conversation or to fit into that space? Or did that person like really just make me feel like crap? Like what what's going on? So I think those are some questions you can ask yourself when determining, okay, how toxic is this relationship? But another huge part of determining a toxic relationship, which we don't really want to talk about most of the time, but is how are you with that person? How are you acting? How are you thinking? Because sometimes we can get into that space and just want to be around that person to where we're like, okay, cool. We can sacrifice our sense of self-worth. Okay, cool. We can sacrifice, you know, this certain thing that we're very passionate about, but this person isn't, so I'm not going to bring it up. Like, just kind of forming around certain people is a really huge indicator of it being toxic because the ultimate goal in life is to be as authentic and vulnerable and ourselves as we can. And when people drain us of that or take away our privilege of doing that, that's when it becomes toxic. So thinking about that, if you have to shrink yourself those questions, like I was saying before, um, is a huge thing to think about when thinking about toxic relationships. Another thing is kind of recognizing the toxic traits in yourself and not saying that everybody is toxic, but I do think that the more we engage with toxic people, the more we pick up and kind of incorporate toxic behavior in ourselves. So that's why positive relationships are so important because you're learning from these people, you're constantly around these people, and you're going to be picking up on their behavior. If they're toxic, that's not okay. This is not going to help in your development as a person, and it's not going to help you get to where you need to be. So not only recognizing what relationships in your life are toxic, but what relationships make you engage in toxic behavior. The most common and relatable example of toxicity in relationships and how we can identify them and how we can also contribute to them would be romantic relationships in general. Um, I remember going through my first big breakup and it kind of 
was a process because with this person, I was like on again, off again with this person and it was kind of crazy, but I don't regret the process that that took me through because it allowed me to reflect on myself and to learn about how I contribute to certain toxic relationships in my life. I just was able to see it clearly with that one specifically. So, you know, the process of breaking up with somebody or being broken up with or deciding to mutually end things is tough as is, but it's very easy to point the finger. It's very easy to point the finger at your significant other and be like, well, you did this, this, and this. And guess what? That might be true. But in the same way, there's a level of toxicity that we contribute to toxic relationships as well if we continue to engage in them, if we continue to feed into them. So it's not a one-person thing. Most of the time, it's a two-person thing or a three-person thing or whatever relationship that is toxic in your life, whoever that involves. It can it can involve a lot of people and it can be toxic from a lot of different angles. So I think before you even recognize a toxic relationship and how to handle it, maybe also ask the question of how am I contributing to this? You know, which is a question that we don't really want to ask ourselves and don't want to talk about, but it's very necessary in making sure that we are establishing positive relationships in our lives. And sometimes those toxic relationships, as weird as it sounds, sometimes it takes a certain person to draw out certain toxic traits in you, which is kind of wild, but it's something that I have seen in my friendships. It's something that I've seen in my relationships slash situationships, whatever you want to call them, across my college experience is that certain people draw out certain things in me. And that is kind of scary and crazy, but it's so true. And I think that it's also our responsibility to acknowledge what people draw out those things in us. I think learning from those toxic relationships and friendships has made me grow as a person so much because I feel like I was wound so tight and felt like everything needed to work out with everyone. And I think that's just the naiveness and like helper and kind person in me to like give everybody the benefit of the doubt. But over these past few months, I've really had to learn how to not give everybody the benefit of the doubt because not everybody deserves that. And, um, But firstly, before I came to that conclusion, I really had to sit down with myself and figure out, okay, what are the toxic traits that I have? What can I learn from the relationships, friendships, situationships, whatever connections I've had with people that have gone wrong? What can I learn and what, how can I grow from them? And I think that that's why I am able to identify these negative relationships or toxic relationships a lot easier now. And I think that once you kind of start to ask yourself those questions that I've said before, it becomes a little bit more clear. You're not going to be able to control certain people that come into your life, but you can assess the situation from a clear state of mind when you learn from your toxic behaviors and learn from other people's toxic behaviors too. I think another thing too that I've learned from relationships and friendships is to not have huge expectations of people yes I think that expectations and like a foundation is very important but if I could have told myself two three years ago to meet people where they're at learn about them and then decide if I want them to be in my life instead of placing this crazy expectation on them 
or assuming that they operate from the same space that I do and kind of waiting around for them to see where I'm coming from or to like feed into our relationship or friendship in the same way that I am is not necessarily a realistic mentality to take in certain relationships that you have. It took me a little bit to understand that not everybody wants to be as open and vulnerable and authentic as me. It takes some people some time. And that has kind of been difficult for me as a person in terms of finding people that aren't going to be toxic towards me because me being this kind of person sometimes gives people the okay to mistreat me. I feel like it's a lot easier for vulnerable people to be taken advantage of because we are often a source of stability for others. But there comes a time where we have to be that source of stability for ourselves. And that took me a long time to realize. But once I realized that that's my responsibility and nobody else's, it took away those expectations of other people so fast. And it made me appreciate people for who they are in that moment. Not everybody is going to be cut out for a relationship with me, whether that be romantic or a friendship, whatever. Not everybody is going to be cut out for that for me. And it's not their responsibility to do certain things for me or be certain things for me. I have to be that for myself first. So that's probably the last question I would say to ask yourself. Are you placing responsibilities that are your own on other people? Because that could also be a source of the toxicity that's coming from that relationship that you might not even be aware of. And that was very, very true of me for some of my relationships a couple years ago. And, you know, I can sit here and I can beat myself up about it or I can grow from it as an individual. I can start to take note of what I want and what I don't want to happen in my next romantic relationship or what I seek for in a friend. Um, it just is all a learning process. And I do think that toxic relationships are important in realizing all of those lessons. But at the same time, it's very, very important, if not more important, that we realize how we're contributing to that and how we can grow from that. It's important to call out what you allow to happen because it just makes you aware of the decisions you're making, the people that you're letting into your space, the energy that you're letting into your space. And I think that that was kind of hard for me to realize because I didn't understand the power and the responsibility that I held to myself, which was kind of crazy to come to the conclusion of because at the end of the day, you have full control over who comes into your space and who doesn't. Now, family, which is, that could be a whole other episode. That's something that sometimes you can't control. But in terms of friends and significant others, um, in your own personal time, you have control over who you let into your space and who you don't. While this realization was like very liberating for me because I was just like, okay, wait, I don't have to be around certain people if I don't want to. Like, what? <laughs> I feel like I've held such an obligation to a lot of people around me for a long time to the point where I was letting certain friendships go toxic or certain relationships go toxic. And once I realized that that was like totally optional, it kind of scared me a little bit because it was like, okay, wait, how long have I been letting this happen? And I kind of got into a little bit of a place of insecurity for a little bit, just kind of being like, okay, well, have I been self-sabotaging myself by letting these people come into my life? And 
I stepped away from that and just was like, no, I haven't been because those relationships were necessary in learning about myself and learning about the relationships that I actually do want to continue and lift up into my life. So it's just a lot to think about when it comes to toxic relationships. But at the end of the day, I really do think that the questions that I have, you know, proposed that you ask yourself is a great way to start. It's a great place to start in terms of um, sorting through the relationships that you have in your life and their purpose. These relationships are a part of your foundation as a person. And if your foundation's already cracky with yourself and you add on people that aren't going to sit there and hold you up and help you, you're going to fall. And that's not something that we want to happen. So moving on to positive relationships, let's get to a little bit more of a positive place. (laughs) But it's okay because most of the time to get to that positive place, you got to get through the negative stuff first. So it's cool. We're here. Um, I have really been basking and sitting in the positive relationships in my life as of recently and really just prioritizing those um, over a lot of the negative relationships that I had been trying to make work so bad and me right now referencing those negative relationships that's more true of my friendships because I'm not in a romantic relationship right now um but granted all of this is you know helping me understand and prepare for what I actually want out of a romantic relationship so it obviously starts with how you handle your friendships and your normal relationships in your life before you get to that next level of romantic relationships so Um, I've really just been appreciating the positive relationships in my life and only feeding those. That's really the best place to start after you ask yourself what relationships aren't serving me now, which ones are, and how can I better incorporate those into my daily life. And something that I've done that's very easy and simple when you think about it, but has made the biggest difference, the biggest difference is scheduling out time to hang out with those people that make you feel good. And right now, my list of those people is very short. And I don't really care because I'd much rather be pouring into a smaller group of people and like really enjoying my time with them and being present than struggling to keep a lot of friendships afloat in a bigger group of people. Um, That's just the way that I like to function because I already have a lot of crap to deal with on my own in terms of my mental health. The last thing I want is to have the relationships and the people that I hang out with to try to get my mind off of that stuff to be negative as well. So for me, if that looked like maybe shrinking my friend group a little bit and like really paying attention to those that are paying attention to me, regardless if that's three people or 15 people, it has just made my life so much easier and made my time spent with my friends so much more enjoyable because I know for a fact these people have my back. I know for a fact these people know me and they know what I need. Um, And it's just, it's been so nice to just really filter out all the people that maybe I just don't need to be spending as much time with. And spending that time that I was spending with people that didn't really deserve it with the people that do. And you will see results from that tenfold, like so easily and almost instantaneously. It's just been really helpful for me to be like, okay, this day I'm going to go see this person or this day this person's going to come over here and we're going to watch a movie or this day I'm going to go out to this bar to listen to this live band with this person. Um, Really just scheduling time because also as I become more of an adult, I don't have a lot of time to be hanging out with people. So 
it's almost like I'm doing myself a disservice when I spend time with people that don't value my time or aren't appreciating me the way that I appreciate them. Knowing that I'm not wasting my time, number one, because I'm spending it with people that love me and care about me in the ways that I care about them. But two, being able to plan that time out and look forward to that time too has been really nice by being able to plan out who I'm going to hang out with and pouring into those friendships that I know are going to pour back into me. Those positive relationships are going to let you be yourself. (laughs) I feel like so many times I've had to water myself down and shrink myself to fit into certain conversations, to fit into certain environments and spaces with people that I wanted to try to be friends with, but at the cost of myself. And that's not okay. That's very toxic. So making sure that you're around people that embrace all parts of you. Because that's when I feel the most alive is when I can be myself and like 110% myself. Um, And there are definitely specific people that make me feel that way and people that don't make me feel that way. And I had to really sit down and be like, why am I spending time with people that don't make me feel that way? Because that's just leading me farther and farther away from my purpose as an individual. So make sure that those positive relationships are feeding you as an individual and taking you closer to your purpose. And people that are going to cheer you on during that process. I think that's so important. You know, for the longest time, I'm just a very independent individual in general. But for the longest time, I thought that like, you know what, it's fine. Like, as long as I stick to what I want and my plans, I'm going to get there. But I realized it's so much easier getting there with people that support you and love you, that are cheering you on and are surrounding you. And it really does make that much of a difference. Um, And this is so true of my brand. You know, I've had a lot of friends that have been quiet about it and that's fine. And I don't take that personally, but I've also had a lot of friends that are there right when I post whatever I'm going to post and are there to share it and are there to, you know, congratulate me or cheer me on for that. And I think that that has been so important in my self-esteem and my journey with self-esteem. Because you want people to be there for you. I think everybody wants that. Everybody wants to connect with people. Everybody wants people's support. And when we don't get that, it can be kind of a disappointing experience. But when you get it from the right people, all the other stuff doesn't matter. I don't care about the people that aren't saying anything about, you know, my posts. Or I don't care about the people that aren't, you know, listening or whatever. Like, I I care about the people that are cheering me on. I care about my friends that are wanting to have these conversations with me outside of my content that I'm posting. Um, There's just so many benefits to focusing on the people that are genuinely wanting to be there for you and just not focusing on the people that don't. And that is a lot easier said than done. And it has definitely been a process for me. But at the end of the day, it has really, really helped me in my journey towards my purpose and my mental health journey as well. All of these positive and negative relationships are ultimately what keeps your mental health stable or completely ruins it. And relationships, depending on how much you like connecting with people, really do influence the way you treat yourself and the way you treat other people to no end. Like I cannot begin to explain how these habits have either made me or broken me as an individual who is trying to find her way and purpose in life. And while I feel like now it's been a lot easier for me to clearly chase that goal, it hasn't always been that way. 
the more we neglect the positive relationships in our lives and the more we try to make the negative ones work, it just distracts. It's such a huge distraction of what is really important. And it's loving people and being there for people. And any time a relationship stands in the way of that or helps that is what's going to make or break you as an individual and make or break your mental process. Overall, I hope this episode inspires you to pay a little bit more attention to the people that you're pouring into and the people in your circle, because at the end of the day, these things are going to either lead us to where we want to go or they're going to keep us from where we're headed. So it's really important that we take note of what our relationships in our lives are doing for us, because we can't just have everybody or anybody be in our circle depending on what we want out of life because those things can really weigh you down or they can really lift you up. So just pay attention a little bit more to the people that you're allowing into your space because it really does make a difference whether you notice it or not. This can be a huge topic to discuss. Like I feel like I barely touched on it. So this might be something that I can revisit with a potential guest in the future, but If you want to talk more about it, my DMs are open. Um, This is something that I'm really passionate about because I feel like I really have taken note of just how impactful and influential the people are that I have around me are in my life. And as I've hung out with people more or less, like I can definitely tell, you know, what they're adding to my life and if I want them around me constantly. And, you know, right now is so important and crucial in my life to figure out what I need you know, from friendships and relationships in general, so I can have an idea of who I want to surround myself with when I enter new seasons and spaces in my life. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope it made you think a little bit, um, have a little bit more of intention behind the conversations you're having with your friends, the friends you have in general, um, maybe spark new conversation in the relationship that you're in. Whatever you're experiencing right now in your life, I hope this will allow you to have a little bit more of an understanding of what you really want from the people around you. If you guys have any specific questions about this episode, feel free to message me and I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Innate. You can follow us on Instagram at Innate the podcast and at this is Innate. We hope this episode inspires you in your journey to becoming your best self. 